So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode. When I say guys, I apologize. If there's females on here, it is no offense whatsoever. I just use guys as a very generic term. So, hey, everybody. Um, so, it's it's uh, no offense. I should start getting you more used to saying, hey, everybody. But um, with that, uh, next topic, what I wanted to discuss in this podcast is this whole sync between marketing and sales. You know, I feel as though... I feel as though that sometimes marketing and sales don't get along, and that's sad. That truly is just not, it's just not good, man. You know, and marketing and sales should literally be best friends, all right? So let me let me tell you a little bit more about um, my relationship with our SVP of Revenue and Growth. Uh, his name is Ryan Kelman. So Ryan, if you ever catch this episode, first of all, honestly, man, you are one of my favorite people that I've ever worked with in my career. Okay, like literally you and I, like we just jive, not just for music, for like old school hip hop and not just because of sports and not just because you have like all these amazing analogies and stories, but truly like you see what we're trying to do in marketing and you appreciate all the effort and strategy that we create to help you guys win. So. With that, this 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 podcast isn't about me, like you know, um, you know, trying to impress Ryan. It's not that, but I just want to make sure I, I point that out. Like my relationship with Ryan is is stellar, okay. And as, when I was interviewing for this position, my goal, honestly, was to impress Ryan um, in in the interview because I knew I'd be working with him a lot. Not that I didn't want to impress the CEO, which is Chris and and, and everybody else, but I knew that. In order to make Ryan even more successful, I needed to get him to back me. And I, there was things in my interview process that I, I purposely um, brought up um, with him. So, you know, what I can suggest is if you are a aspiring marketing leader uh, in facilities management and you want to um, do better, um, become best friends with this with the sales team and become best friends with the um, sales leader. So, and this is kind of the things I do is, is um, I don't listen on phone calls and I probably should. And I just, right now, I've, I'm only like two, maybe two and a half months into my position and I haven't had the time. And it's not that I don't want to. And I'm not, it's not saying I'm not making time. It's just that there's so much on my plate that it's just becoming difficult. And I probably just need to carve out maybe like an hour a week to just listen to calls because we record them. So I, so I hear the conversations and that starts changing my my email. And so that's just something that's on me. Um, not a very good uh, CMO thing at the moment, um, but it's something that's it's on my radar. So with that, though, I do communicate with the sales team a lot. OK, I'll talk to them. I'll sit in on their conversations. I'll sit in on their meetings. I'll ask them how leads are coming in. What's the feel? What's you know, what's, what's the tone as far as like the types of leads that are coming in? Like, 
do you feel like they're good qualified ones or, or do you feel like they're just too personal or, you know, like what are the tough pieces that you guys are having? What would make things easier for you? What would you prefer to see? I'll show them emails that I've written like in, in copy and like, are these things that you would say? And, and the feedback usually is like, yeah, I would totally say that on the phone. That's exactly how I would talk to them. How you laid it all out really makes sense. And, and this really helps in this. And this is, so I do all those things. And, and then I sit down with Ryan on a regular basis. We don't necessarily have like a weekly sync, um, but we communicate a lot. We talk a lot. And, and so really it's like at the beginning, it was just him and I just kind of like trying to get on the same page. Like, what do you need from me? What do you need from me? And I remember in one of my, in, in our first leadership meeting, um, we were just, I, I said like, honestly, guys, my goal, you know, I go, don't get me wrong. Like I want to market the company well and all this stuff is like, I just want to make sales easy. And Ryan looks at me, he's like, I love this guy. He looks like Chris. He's like, where did you find them? He's amazing. And, and I'm like, I'm serious. I just want to make sales easy. Like, I want to give you guys, the sales team, as many tools, as many stuff into your arsenal to be successful in what you currently do. And that is the attitude that a marketing leader should have with sales. All right. I mean, you guys should be like, just, just humming and beeping and, and I'm sorry, and jamming to the, to the same tone you know, together of the same music because you could both have the same goal and the goal is revenue. Okay. Today's CMO is not what yesterday's CMO used to be. Today's CMO is closer and tied closer to revenue than ever before because of marketing technology, because of CRM technology, because of all these automation technology that is out there. All right. Marketing like CMOs are more tied to revenue than ever before. And that's good. Like, I, I I basically asked Ryan at one point in one of our conversations, I go, how do you think marketing should be measured? Should we be measured on marketing qualified leads, um, which is just basically that it comes in, you know, and has like email and phone number? Or should we be measured like on like an SQO, like a sales qualified opportunity where a lead comes in and it is a real phone number and email and the sales team gets to talk to them, but Maybe it's not quite like they're not quite ready or maybe it was real, but like um, they're just not interested. And I go, is that a qualified opportunity? He goes, that's a qualified opportunity, whether they close it or not. I was like, so you think marketing should be measured that way? He goes, yes. And so what does that mean? I'm going to start getting measured on what kind of SQOs I bring in. And so when a marketing qualified lead comes in and then email automation or text messages or call tasks, push the lead to contact the sales rep or, or a sales team, or, you know, they become more responsive to like an email. And, you know, when our sales team calls them, they reply back or they answer the phone that pushes them to an SQO. And that's how we're getting measured for marketing success. And it's important that sales and marketing get on the same page on who owns what, and that we're both on the same page on revenue. Revenue is a key driver. You've got to understand this. Like revenue is important. And you should both be you should both be striving for revenue. That should be your goal. And we have a revenue goal for for Ratmate. I'm not going to tell you everybody what it is. Um but that's one of the pieces that's made me successful so far. Uh is is having that relationship with with our SVP of sales.
The other part is I talk to the AEs on a daily basis when I'm in the office. So I have a cool situation where I work hybrid. Uh, so I go in the office, I go in the office like two, maybe three times a week. Um, and I'll just hang out with the team and, you know, I'll, I'll go my, I don't have like an, I have a, we share an office, me and me, Jake, and now Kevin, we have three people in our office. Uh, and then we have like other people throughout the office, like in our little, little offices, three of us, and it can get a little noisy, but, um, anyway, like I'll go and just start talking to the AEs and just sit down on a conversation or if Nick's, you know, coaching them up, I'll just go out there and start listening to them. And I don't really chime in much, but I ask, Hey, you know, how's this working? Or I'll talk to Nick and I'll be like, Hey, you know, what's this doing for you guys? Or Nick will give me feedback. He's like, Hey, you guys did this and this and this change. And all of a sudden now we have more people hitting the checkout page. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. He's like, I don't know what you guys did. I don't know what it is, but like these, these new updates that you just did is like really changing stuff. I'm like, that's interesting. But that's kind of what I'm getting to is that like, is, is I'm, I'm having these conversations on a regular basis with the sales leaders and the sales team. And I'm listening to what they say. Marketing's job in the day is make sales easy. Provide as many assets to the sales team to make them successful. And so here's some other things that we're doing for um, in, on a marketing side, on the marketing front to help sales. So we've created a game plan on, or like a, not a game plan, like a playbook for product launches. And so you're like, well, product launch, isn't that more of like, you know, for products that you launch that are not sales-based? Then yes and no, because the sales team has to still sell it. But we're creating product, you know, a playbook for product launches. So we're launching a dealership program. That dealership program, when people are interested in it, they'll contact Ryan. Um, you know, they may contact the sales team as well too. But you know, typically the CTA is to is to schedule time with Ryan's on Ryan's calendar. So what we've done is we've created a landing page, a slide deck, a go to market, and how we promote this with emails, blogs, um, social posts, all this stuff, and we you know, plan it out for two weeks or, or however much time it is or a week or whatever that is. And then, you know, we can then have that slide deck used as for a webinar. And then, you know, the, the sales team can use that slide deck for presentations to like individuals or dealerships or, or whatever. We're doing the same thing with our fleet program. Like this is what I'm getting to is, is, is I listen and then I create something that's going to help them get better stuff. And then I create a strategy around that. Same thing with when I first came in is I created a, a, a branded a brand script for our company. And the brand script basically created the story for our company. Guess what that did? That helped our AE team tell the same story as marketing. So that now the message, not just on the website, not just an email, not just an SMS, but also on the phone is congruent. It's all the same. What you read, what you hear, what you see all matches the same thing. And all of this stuff is well thought out. And so that was one of my big you know, things that I wanted to do was, was create, a, um, create a brand script so that we were all on the same page and we know what kind of verbiage we're using. So you know, what does this all mean? I'll, I'll be straight with you. If you're an aspiring marketing leader, and like, let's say that you're now like a CMO or VP of marketing. 
um, but maybe you're a director or a manager, get tight. Get tight with the salesperson, the person that calls the shots when it comes to sales. Maybe it's the CRO, maybe it's the VP of sales, you know, whatever it is. Get tight with them and have weekly syncs with them. Listen to calls, solve their problems, be a solution to them, and you will jam with them very easily. You get them on on, on your team, getting buy-in from sales becomes way easier. Way easier. You get them on your team and they will have your back to the end of time. Okay? And I know this for a fact, because, and I know I've only been at, at Ratmate for, for three months, um, or going on, I'm sorry, two and a half months. Um, it seems like it's been a lot longer. Uh, but I don't say that in a bad way. It means like, I just feel like I've just, I've been there for a while. Um, but where I'm coming from is, is that like, you, you put in that effort and it, and it changes the game. They get your back. They got you, you know? So, so Ryan and I have done, you know, that was one piece. Another thing that we did is we sat down and we created a game plan on how to help our company get to X revenue, um, by the end of the year. And so we, 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 we built out a game plan. We sat down and be like, all right, what are the things that we, we know for a fact? And we're like, all right, we know for a fact that we're generating this many leads. And we know for a fact that we're generating, you know, when we, we spend this much money, this is how many leads we get. And we know for a fact that this works. And we know for a fact that if we call leads up to five times, that we'll close at a eight to nine ratio out of 10. And, and so we went over the facts. And then we're like, all right, in order for us to do this, this, and this, we need to hire more people. And I go, this makes me think, Ryan, that we are a sales-driven organization. As much as we want to use marketing to really, you know, push a lot of the stuff, like we're sales-driven. And so we need to set you up as a sales, like we need to set this entire process as a sales org. So we need to hire more butts and seats. And we need to do all those other things. And you'll, you're, you might be thinking, Javier, this is has nothing to do with marketing. It totally does. Because now... I only generate a certain amount of leads that I know will be touched. So I'll, I'll say this, like, we're going to bring in some new some new um, AEs. We're hiring two more. So I asked Ryan, I'm like, hey, do we need to up our budget for marketing? And he goes, no, because those AEs, they haven't been onboarded yet. And they still have to kind of get, you know, into the groove of things. And they won't, and even on their first month, um, they won't, they'll only have to close X amount of deals. So therefore... I would say we don't have to increase our budget until June or July. See? So then now I'm like, okay, cool. Not only am I not going to be spending more money on ads, but I know for a fact that the leads that I'm generating aren't going to be dying on a vine. And that's huge for me. And I think the reason why I've done so well um, working with salespeople is because I used to be a salesperson. That was my jam. That was my thing. You know, I ran a business for 10 years. I did sales all the time because I closed most of my deals. Um, before that, I worked for a SaaS company and I was one of those top sales reps. Um, and I just been in sales all the time. And so I was just able to kind of like convert from sales to marketing and just realize I'm like, hey, you know, this whole, this whole marketing thing is a lot cooler. This whole copywriting stuff is a lot better. Like this whole copywriting is like sales at scale. I mean, this is way cooler. And that helps. And so you as a marketing leader or anyone that's a, like, that's a sales leader and it's aspire or not even a leader, sales leader, like if you're a, an AE and you have an aspiration to begin into marketing, 
use that to your advantage with your sales background because you know how people think. You, you understand the psychology. You understand, you know, how to risk reversals. You understand how to like, you know, handle objections and all that stuff. Put it in the copy and get better at it. You know, so so that's 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 how a facility management company, which is typically sales driven, not marketing driven, they're a sales based organization. Okay, a facilities management company. That's, that's sales-driven. If you are an aspiring marketing leader like a director of marketing or a marketing manager, my recommendation to you is to get tight with the marketing, or I'm sorry, with the, with the sales leader. And you will be able to move up that ladder a lot quicker. Do that. Let me know how it works. Be curious. I know it's going to work. Not that everything I say always works, but I just know it's going to work. You know, and just do that. And it should be fun. You should be excited about this. So, that's what I wanted to share is, is, is that little piece of tidbit of advice on how a sales-driven facility management organization um, can get marketing buy-in to help them. You know, So I hope you guys appreciated this podcast. I enjoyed talking about these things. As I mentioned before, um, I, 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 I use this podcast as, as two ways of sharing some content like current experience going on and my current role at Ratmate and then also things that I've done in the past or plan on testing. Um, or, you know, things that I've read and like, oh yeah, that's right. I remember this and I've done that before. And then, I, you know, create episodes for it. So these are some current things that weren't really uh, mapped out on my, uh, my topic list, but now it's a, it's a topic in here. So hope you guys enjoy it. And um, if you have questions, let me know. Uh, do three things for me. One thing, give us a review on either Spotify or on um, on Apple, give us a five star. I really appreciate that. Number two, um, connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find me on linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. And number three, share this podcast with somebody else. That would really make my day. You know, this podcast is growing. Um, we have over five, like, well, I'm sorry. By the time you probably listen to this, we'll probably have over 500 downloads. Um, I'm, I'm hoping by then, because we're averaging on a weekly basis, 30 to 40 almost 50 downloads a week is kind of what we're averaging. And so it's pretty good for a, a new podcast. So anyways, um, yeah, do those three things. And if you guys have any questions, hit me up on LinkedIn. Other than that, I'll talk to you guys or I'll talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.